everyone um, and welcome to this month's Castaway Buffet. Uh, this month we have the wonderful Amy Jones who is here to talk about what she's going to take away on her desert island and all of the lovely food she's going to grow there. Uh, Amy is, uh, I first met Amy through the pool. Uh, she is their video and content editor. Is that your title? No, uh, video not. producer. Video producer. So I Good. do a bit of everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and she makes their extraordinary videos, lots of different ones in different locations with different people. If you have not watched them, they have a YouTube channel. It's so brilliant. And all of her stuff is really warm and genuine and full of people who are just talking about something they're really passionate about. They're so wonderful to watch. Um, and she also makes the brilliantly funny and fantastic and then what podcast which she does with her friend Becky which is warm and rich and all of the things that are Amy through and through um, and such a joy to listen to so go and listen to that as well um, she's also again? and then what and then what it's a storytelling podcast that so they tell true stories fictional stories um, okay. a collection of all sorts of different um, myths and uh, old stories and new stories and hilarious stories and really dirty stories really dirty and stories, really dirty oh, stories. Nice. there's loads of like shit and sex um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, shit on sex no shit and sex and yeah. sex um, <laughs> and yeah the intricacies of, yes yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's really fun and really silly and definitely <laughs> don't listen with children in your car um, and Those yes are my favourite kinds of podcasts right exactly yeah. and it's just so much fun so um, we're totally <laughs> totally thrilled to have with her here today um do you have anything to update everyone on <sighs> no we now live in different places which is quite difficult yeah, um I li i'm living in ireland now which i've been threatening to do for a long time it's just more crack you know we don't have crack in england <laughs> i have to keep explaining to people what it is <laughs> it is not c-r-a-c-k no no we do i'm sure we do have crack not that i Partake. Partake. <laughs> there used to be a great advert on Spotify which was said something like, you need to get more crack in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really meant it in that way, but everyone was just like, why are you, why are you encouraging us to have this? <laughs> <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. Um, and I have moved into Anna's house, which I didn't do until she'd moved out, obviously, because <laughs> I definitely wasn't going to do it while she was living there. Yeah. Um, but I am now living in Anna's old room. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, until she's back from Dublin or I go somewhere else well, or whatever we'll happens. See. Yeah. See what happens. We're yeah. all, you know, women of the world. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Travellers of the night. I don't know. Travellers of the I night. I almost said ladies of the night. Yeah, I know yeah. you did. And yeah, that was going to be dreadful. What that meant. I d I'm talking nonsense. You are, yeah. I didn't have a lot of sleep last night. Anyway, it's the day after St. Patrick's Day. I know this is going to come out way after that, but mm. just. Yeah. Just to provide some context, now that Anna is Irish. High on crack. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's high on crack. I'm not going to do the accent. No, please don't. The accent. The one. <laughs> the one Irish accent. The one in. Irish yeah. accent. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, so stop let's talking nonsense. Stop talking nonsense and start. Yeah. Do you want to start with your animal, which seems to be the place we always uh, start? Yes, okay. I'm so scared about this because no, you first mentioned this game to me yes. when we were doing a shoot. Yes. Um, and I've been thinking about it basically nonstop since then. And that was <laughs> six, eight months ago. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. And I only solidified my ideas last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my animal, it's very boring because I feel like everyone has chosen this who has partaken in the produce of this animal. But it's a cow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love beef in all of its forms. But also, do you know what I love more than beef? I love butter. butter. And yes. cheese. Yeah. And cream. And milk. So yeah. 
yeah it would be a cow fair absolutely i'm fair. trying not to think about the actual having to get the stuff from the cow because that does wig me out slightly the milking or the meat both milking <laughs> less so because you know yeah squeeze, squeeze. it's all out there you can see what's going on yeah squeezing nipples is fine i don't yeah. know but, <laughs> but 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 yeah having to butcher something with such lovely eyes and yeah i once read in a teenage magazine that um people have four types of eyes and one of them was cow eyes and really? britney spears has cow eyes apparently <laughs> she definitely <laughs> does very big and wide and kind and Britney, Britney's soulful cow eyes. I think you can see you have you have quite cow eyes, Anna. Just brown eyes. Yeah. Just big and quite soulful and <laughs> full of. Do you sadness. remember the other types of eyes? I yeah. honestly don't, because I think cow eyes was the weirdest one. And I was just like, well, <laughs> because, is... I hope one of them wasn't fish eyes, because that's oh, like, fish eyes are the worst. Yeah, that's oh, such God. a horrible description of somebody. I have a phobia of fish. I don't know if I've ever spoken Me about too. this. Me too. They have. Yeah. yeah. I was talking about it on another. <laughs> <laughs> That was a high five, not like <laughs> one of us falling over. Um, <laughs> pure delight and shock. Uh, yeah, I was on a podcast uh, over in Dublin called Fear Slash Fun. I don't know if you can say this right. Fear Fun, uh, um, which is yeah all about fears and phobias with an amazing woman called Claire Beck. It's uh, just been going for the last couple of months, but it's really good. And it's all done live and there's a kind of support group element. To oh, it. that's very cool. <laughs> it's really fun. And you you were talking about your yeah, yeah, I was talking about my fish phobia. phobia. Yeah, so feel your pain. I had nightmares about them. Like in one of them, the most, the worst one. My mum wallpapered basically the walls of our living room with <gasps> fish tanks. Oh my god! And fish would like jump out and attach themselves to me. Um, <laughs> in, in other ones, um, we <laughs> for some reason my pet because I had pet fish all through this phobia in my teens. Really? Uh, yeah, I would. No, my, I don't my think life. I could have a pet fish. No, they're <laughs> awful now, and I hate going back. But I had a dream that they somehow got in contact with nuclear waste. And they became like these little strings of beads, but still fish. And they would like move through the air <gasps> oh and slowly chase me around. Through the air? Through the air. But they were still fish. See, yeah, I definitely have nightmares like that as yeah. well. Because I think the great thing about having a fish phobia is that you can avoid them quite yeah. easily. <laughs> purely by staying on land. Yeah. <laughs> and you're fine with dead fish. Yeah. You love it's eating taken, fish. It's taken me time to get there, but I am now. Yeah. I'm not even fine with dead fish because I was thinking about yeah. this as I was talking um, about my choices and kind of I, th I think the rules are you can fish in the sea can't yes, you yes I was about to ask are you interested <laughs> you've got a cow it's fine I've got a cow I don't need anything else um, but I think I think maybe cod would be okay and mm -hmm. I'll explain more why when I get onto my crops that is fascinating which cool. I'll do next oh yeah I know where this is going already yeah, yeah. so my <laughs> first crop would just be potatoes I was saying to Kate about this, I came from quite a, my family weren't that interested in food at no. all when I was a kid. Um, my parents both worked very long hours, um, we didn't have a lot of money, so it was a lot of like microwave meals or um, like things grabbed from the freezer and just shoved in and it would always be some kind of meat, some kind of potato and some kind of, um, some kind of frozen vegetable. <laughs> um, which was, you know, it was fine, it was, you know, very lucky, but um, I, so I kind of, got into food and through Bake Off actually. I started watching Great British Bake Off and I was like, I can do this. So I started baking and then I was like, well, I can't actually make more than one cake a day because you know, we're, we're a family of three, you know, there's not that many people who can eat that much cake. So I started cooking. So I was like, I can get all the praise of baking, but we can actually eat it. Yeah. Um, so, and I've kind of been educating myself, I guess, over the past seven, eight years on how mm. to learn to cook. But give me an option where I have only five crops and I go straight back to basics. 
So I want mashed potato. Oh yeah. I want potato and I want baked potato. I want chips. I want roast potato. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even thinking of any fancy things like rusty or um, Duncan Wells. Hasselback. <laughs> yeah, none of that. I just want mashed potato. And, and also, also you've got butter and cream and things oh, yeah. to put in them. That's like the most comforting thing yeah. you can eat, really. I saw a post on Tumblr once, I don't know how true this is, but apparently a potato contains all of the like vitamins and minerals and things you need to keep you alive. The only thing you'd really have is a deficit of a thing that you can find in dairy. So basically you can live and survive eating nothing but mashed potato. Oh my God. <laughs> as long as it's got milk or cream in it. As long as you've got butter. milk or cream or butter in it. Or cheese. <laughs> or cheese. <laughs> and cheese. So really, by choosing a cow and potatoes, like, I'm thinking you are like, keeping healthy. yourself alive. Yeah. That is what is you're that doing. true? Apparently, well, it's on Tumblr, so I don't know how true it is. <laughs> You've got enough vitamin C. I love That's that Tumblr's the new, like, Wikipedia of, like, mm, mm. do we believe this? No, <laughs> yeah. maybe not. Wikipedia's too reliable now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, you can pretty much find real news there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So that's fantastic. That is amazing. I'm gonna, yeah, that's fascinating. Plus, you've got the C, so you will have vitamin D, and yeah, that's one thing that's not in lots of other things, but yeah, lots of salt. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So, to go with my potato, yes, um, because I was thinking having a a cow, I really enjoy just like steak and chips, and then some kind of other thing. Mm. Um, but and usually I would have broccoli with Mm. steak, 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 steak chips, broccoli, and like a good pepper sauce is Mm. my food heaven, yeah. Um, so I thought about broccoli for a long time, but I've actually bumped it in favour of leek. Oh, uh, nice. I love you leek. I am well. I am well. <laughs> so this is my patriotism coming through. Um, but also, I, you know, I have, I have my cow, so I can do like creamed leeks and things like mm. that. I could make some kind of like potato and leek pies Oh my God, as I'm well, so sad I haven't got leeks on my cheese. list. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and it kind of goes well, because my other It's one, also basically like an onion. Like you can yeah. use leek where you Super would onion. Well, exactly. Um, my, my third crop would be butternut squash oh, as well. Yum. So again, I could use some beef, some diced beef and some leek and some butternut squash and then have like a potato topping with some cheese and have some pies on my tropical island. But yeah, you know, I love that we're talking about real comfort food. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I've gone back to just, yeah, you know, I don't want anything fancy. I just want my potato and my veg and my, my cow. And pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought also as well, I could do almost like a stir fry kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like butternut squash and like ribbons of leek mm-hmm. and some strips I love of that beef. you've gone like proper like recipes, not just like what independent things would I want to yeah. eat, but like how would these things work together? Mm. Well, you know, I, I get bored very easily. Yeah. I mean, I say this, like, I, I say, oh, I can do all these things. I would just eat mashed potato and cheese. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But it that's... doesn't matter what you do when you get there, but what you're telling us now is that there's a whole range of pies and yeah. different ideas. Yeah. So <laughs> my next crop um, would be, and I, I kind of debated this for a long time, but I think it would be wheat. Oh, nice. I like because I like making bread. bread? I like yeah. baking. Um, but I also thought if I've got wheat, I could use flour. And I, I'm pretty sure I could knock up a cake. You know, I've mm. got some milk. Um, I could use coconut oil. I mean, vegans mm-hmm. make coconut oil and yeah. flour. You've also got butter. I've got butter. You know, I could I could do some kind of really all you're missing is eggs. Yes, but, but yeah, you'll make out. something work. Yeah, eggless cake. Whip up a coconut like whisk coconut milk until it's thick. Yeah, they do that thing with chickpeas, don't they? Yeah, Chickpea exactly. Water. Oh yeah. Chickpea water. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Apparently they don't taste very good, which does not surprise me. Well, I'm not surprised that a meringue made from yeah. chickpea water doesn't taste extraordinary. No. Like, that is the least surprising news ever. <laughs> um, but mm. all credit, because it, I, like, 
I'm trying to get more into vegan baking yeah. and vegan cooking. Not only because in terms of catering, we often get asked to make vegan things, but because I think it is, as somebody who does enjoy cheese and butter and cream, <laughs> I need to be doing better with yeah, on completely. other days, not eating in a way that's destroying the planet. <laughs> and so yeah. um, I am very interested in becoming more experienced with that type of baking. Um, because at the moment I, I see, I, I see the absence of eggs as a thing that makes me go, Oh shit, what would I even do? Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm not very creative outside of having eggs. Interesting. I, I, I'm very good without butter. I'm very good at like stuff with olive oil and stuff with other, yeah. like other ways of baking. But as soon as you take eggs away from me, I'm like, what is that texture? <laughs> that texture is magic. Eggs are the best thing in the world. And interestingly, haven't taken eggs on my island. Mm. I thought that when yeah. you were saying all that. I don't know how you'd cope with. Yeah. Well, mm. I don't think I'd do a lot of baking. Yeah. <clears throat> None of my things are sweet. I'm, are you taking sugar? That's no. Weird. Okay. But we'll, we'll come back. Okay. To that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's four crops. Yeah, and also, um, I, I can make burgers because I'll have oh, wheat for the bun. Nice. And I'll have my my. You could make like <laughs> burgers and cheese. Like enriched dough because you could make dough with milk and butter mm-hmm. in it. You could make like almost brioche, brioche but without egg. One of the things I did um, a few years ago, they had like an oldies festival in Hackney. I think it's Hackney, Hoxton Square. And um, I was kind of helping out at it. And my, my task was to go hang out with this elderly Welsh bloke who made bread. And he made like a loaf of bread basically every three days. I just fed his family with it. And he was teaching all these young hipsters how to make bread. And he um, he made enriched dough. And I think it's like the nicest bread I've ever tasted oh, in my delicious. life. Yeah. So that'll be part of it. And also, I really like porridge. Um, so I was tempted to bring oats for a long time. Oats mm. were on my list because I, I, I thought I'd just eat porridge most of the time and be happy. But you can't really do much I thought with oats. So yeah. wheat is kind of I can make wheat bix maybe I don't know. Yeah, sure. Sure. I can try. I I'm can... sure they don't have any other ingredients. I'm sure they're just it's wheat. just wheat. Yeah, probably easier <laughs> making wheat bix than flour because probably not like ground. Yeah, at least wheat bix yeah. have some roughage still to them. Yeah. Mm, Ruffage. That's a sexy word, isn't it? Bring in. And then my final one would be strawberries. Oh, um, lovely. Oh, yeah. Proper like height of height of summer British fat strawberries, uh, the best thing in the world. Yeah. Um, nice. So I would snack on those almost constantly, or I could put them in this weird coconut oil cake thing yeah. that I am apparently yeah. making. Hey, strawberry cake. That sounds love great. strawberry cake. I'm sure you could like reduce them, make some sort of fruit sugar kind of. Thing, right? Yeah, yeah, they've maybe. got sugar in them. Yeah. So yeah, you absolutely could. Can I make pancakes? I've got flour from the wheat. Yeah, I can make some. And you've got milk and butter. I've not got egg. You've not got egg, which is difficult. I'll chuck some coconut oil in and hope for the best. Yeah. Just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Do bananas grow on this island? Yes. There we go. I can no make... coconuts, not bananas. Oh. Sorry, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Okay, I can make banana pancakes, but you've just ruined that for I'm me. Just ruined so that. You can make cake. strawberry pancakes. I can make yeah. strawberry pancakes. Yeah, butternut squash pancakes. Yeah, that might work. Potato, potato, pancakes. potato pancakes. Potato pancakes are so good. There we go. Mm. Yeah. Okay, herbs. My fresh herbs. Yes. Oh, so my, yeah, my got my cow. I've got my potatoes, leek, strawberry, wheat, and butternut squash. Nice, nice yeah. list. Good. Yes. Brilliant. My herbs. My first one is basil. <laughs> fresh <laughs> basil. Excellent I am the person choice. who texts Kate saying, I was really into your podcast until you slagged off Basil. <laughs> How dare you both? I don't know if we slagged it. We didn't slag it. We you just said it was slagged overrated. Off. You, yeah. you basically spat on it and stamped it under heel. <laughs> well, it's weak and easy to stomp. It's. Dare you. 
having reflected on this uh, on our first on podcast. our first um, yeah take on Basil quite a bit I think an issue I have is quite often shot Basil is not yes. good yeah um, and actually I had some pesto the other day and I don't know what kind of basil they used but it was so good and it made me go like oh yeah basil good basil really tastes good. extraordinary I've just had too much bad basil yeah, yeah. Bad, bad basil that said we were bigger dicks about curly leaf parsley yeah I yeah. hate parsley in all its forms okay, okay. That's I feel about parsley I think the way a lot of people feel about coriander mm. it, it oh. ruins even the presence of it ruins anything really that's interesting because coriander is like a scientific thing it's a scientific thing, thing isn't yeah. it yeah I don't know where the parsley so like comes from. It's a genetic thing that genetic makes people's taste buds work differently yeah. and some people taste it soap. it tastes like soap. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that mad? Do you, do you like coriander? I love coriander. Is it? Okay. It's I, not one of my hooks, but I love it. See, I can't imagine anything more delicious than coriander. Like yeah. when people it's don't like it. I love coriander what? so much. It's just yeah. like something that just transforms certain dishes. Like, ugh. Sorry, it's getting on a little reverie. <laughs> it's like I just want to tear coriander <laughs> I am very glad you were here standing up for basil, and I'm sorry. Basil is delicious. For... It is peppery and intense mm. and gorgeous. And even though I don't think I have much that would really go with basil, I would just like having it, and I would kind of brush my hands through it occasionally. And mm. just the smell of delicious, peppery, yeah. and vibrant green basil would make me so. Can I swear? Yeah. So fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so basil is my first Very one. Nice. Um, I meant to say sorry, going back a step to my crops. The reason I would probably fish cod from the sea is because I have wheat for bread and I have wheat for breadcrumbs, so I can make fish, fish finger sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered whether that was going to be what it was. Yeah. And you can have fish and chips. Fish yep. and chips. It's all the comfort food. I love really. How classic your menu is. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Fish and chips, like pies. Pies. Yeah. I've got mm-hmm. stir fry in there. You yeah. Know, that's fine. Yeah. That's my one. You're basically like 1960s Britain right now. I really am. Yeah. That's how I like to describe myself. It's 1960s Britain. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second fresh herb would be rosemary. Oh, lovely. Um, for rosemary, rose potatoes mainly. Mm-hmm. But also just chop a butternut squash in half, then drizzle with oil, and then put on some salt and pepper and uh, like chopped rosemary. Mm. Delicious. And fresh yeah. thyme, which is my other herb. Delicious. They yeah. are two of the best roasting herbs, aren't yeah. they? They like God, yeah. really put up with roasting in a way that none of the others really do. Oh, yeah, I love them. Absolutely love them. Mm. Um, and then my three dried spices would be oregano. Nice. Okay. I absolutely love oregano. Is that are we allowed allowing oregano as a spice? <gasps> oh no! Because it's technically a herb. Yeah. Oh shite! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I planned this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it written in my notebook and everything. Oh no! Okay, okay, we'll come back to them. Black, black pepper? Yeah, you yeah, can have yeah. black pepper. Black pepper, okay, yeah. definitely black pepper. Because then I could hopefully make a pepper sauce as well to go with yes. the steak and my chips. Very nice. Chili flakes? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Do you have a, like, do you want really hot pepper. or do you want. Medium, because okay. I can then adjust, like, put a little bit in if I yeah. just want. Depends who I've got as a guest on my island. Cause, nobody, know. nobody ever. I mean, I'm, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to hope. <laughs> I might get a curious mermaid. Yeah, mermaid great, perfect. Who wants to share in this exotic. Curious mermaid. And, and you're going to feed them a fish finger sandwich. <laughs> I think you should. I think that's a great thing to feed a mermaid who I, arrives on your I island. I would feed them my cow. I would share this exotic oh, land yeah, animal. That's true, land animal. With mm. them. Yes. And they'll be like, this tastes like the dugong of the land. Yes. Dugong of the land. Isn't that a Pokemon? No, Jingong's an animal. Oh, um, yeah, there is a Pokemon is, as well. Is yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. You've got a seal and it evolves into Jingong. Yeah. What? Jingongs are like what they kind of think that 
um, uh, sailors saw and thought were mermaids. Oh, that was mighty. Yeah. They are too. Huh. They're kind of Maybe they're related. Maybe sailors just really randy and they just Maybe see they anything. Are, they're, they're yeah. Like, yeah. I want to fuck it. I mean, I can't imagine seeing a dugon or a manatee and being they're like, not attractive, that's are they? sexy. No. Like, oh, look at that sexy with an enormous thing. snout like yeah hairy snout <laughs> i mean it's my drag queen name i have seen women who look like a bit like manatees but yeah, yeah. they don't look like ariel no no it's a very different look isn't it yeah yeah um but and so mm. you would feed uh yes i would feed them a stir fry apparently yes a beef yeah. stir fry <laughs> beef stir fry um so if I can't have oregano as a spice, yeah. oh. um, <laughs> sorry, paprika. Oh, nice. Okay. Because mm. I could add it to, to my stir fry, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I could also slice my potatoes really thinly and make paprika crisps. Yeah. Oh yeah. And really good like goulash because you're gonna have yes. onions, yeah. like usually as onions, yeah. and then have like beefy stew. Mm. That would be delicious with oh. potatoes in it as well. Oh yeah. And I'll come to your island. Thanks, Kate. It'll be great. We can wave at each other. Yeah. From, like joining weirdly stopped <laughs> islands um okay cool so then my drinks yes. um so my first tap would be um this is a weird one this is quite niche but diet seven up <laughs> <laughs> chilled diet seven up i love lemonade so much it's my absolute favorite drink um but i think if i drink too much of it my teeth would get quite, get quite sticky yeah but if you have diet seven up uh, it doesn't. You don't get sticky teeth, so you can drink it and drink it. I've never been aware of having sticky teeth. It's not after a coke or a lemonade or something. No, I don't know what you mean. I'm aware of having furry teeth. That's the yeah. That's yeah, kind of the that's same. the feeling. Yeah. Just like you want to go brush your teeth and. Oh yeah. 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 I guess yeah. Sticky kind of spice. The stuff stuck to it almost rather than like yeah. it's sticking to things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in. Like oh my teeth are stuck to my yeah. lips. <laughs> I think I just wanted to differentiate it between this is not like homemade organic right. yes in a glass lemonade. bottle yeah. lemonade it is bog standard diet 7 diet up diet 7 up and really cold kind of cold I think it's like so it? cold it slightly hurts your teeth yeah, you kind of have yeah. to go when you're drinking it and it's very important for that because my other two drinks are the exact opposite so my other my second tap would be flat white nice yes good i just really love flat white <laughs> yeah. and also i'm hoping i could maybe mix it with the wheat and make a coffee cake i don't know um my yeah yeah definitely. i mean i'll try i've got yeah. nothing else to do on this island apart no, from experiment you so. are one day gonna make the best coffee cake in the yeah world. yeah and in an oven that's just a hole in the ground yeah, yeah. perfect <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if this island can have three taps which will serve me three different drinks at very different temperatures perfectly mm-hmm. made it can have an oven or a freezer like um well, it's, it's sure, my, you, you it's imagine it, right? Okay. <laughs> um, and then my third one. Now, I'm, I'm trying to see how lean you're going to be here. Ooh. Liquid chocolate. Like a hot chocolate? I know, liquid, literal liquid chocolate. Because I would drink that. But That's um, not a drink. It totally is a drink. <laughs> <laughs> There's a brilliant cafe in Stratford upon Avon called Shakespeareans. And if you ask for a mocha, Shakespeareans. <laughs> I don't know if it's still there. It used to be. Oh, how have you, I missed that? Oh, it's so incredible. It's by, right by the river. I've been so many times. The That's amazing. Um, but if you order a mocha, they will bring you a tiny pot of just melted chocolate, an espresso, and a pot of warm cream. And you mix your own mocha to your taste. <gasps> oh, dear. So by that logic, I think you can have <laughs> melted chocolate as a drink. 
And is that what Shakespeare was doing? That <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is the Shakespearean. Have you never seen Henry V, I guess, where yeah, it's one of the lines he just no, has a break and mixes his own mocha <laughs> before going off to battle? So if I would believe you, I have not seen chocolate. Then I would cheat and have the thickest, richest hot chocolate in the okay, entire world. Okay, you can world. have that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because then I was thinking I could pour it over my Weetabix and have chocolate <laughs> Weetabix. I can dip my strawberries in it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. most importantly, I can mix it with my flat white and then mm. I can have a mocha, which is my... I think like flat white and mocha are my favourite drinks. Okay, well then you can definitely do that. Okay, cool. Right. I thought the taps almost immediately. By the way, like everything else came very much after this because <laughs> yeah. I was so desperate. I wanted coffee and I wanted chocolate on this mm. island. Okay. Um, yeah. So the it's just it's more intense chocolate flavour and more intense coffee flavour. What if we give you the like the hot chocolate that Vian makes in chocolate? Oh, like specifically that. That is one of my absolute favourite books. There you go. Perfect. In the entire world. You can so, have yeah, that. I'll then. have that one. Cool, Done. and then I can dip my chocolate in it. Yes. Mm. God, I love that book. Me too. It's jo- I was obsessed with Joan Harris for such a long time. And yeah. Her whole food trilogy. So there's that one, Blackberry Wine, and Five Quarters of the Orange. Of the orange yeah. yeah. If you haven't read those guys. Uh, Kate yeah. obviously has. Yeah. yeah. I haven't. Blackberry <laughs> Wine. I mean, they're I very much about food, so I definitely. Yeah. If I I've hadn't read them the before movie. I started all of this, I would have. So. Yeah. Have seen, yeah. Is the movie good compared to the book? I mean, were you happy? I was quite happy with it. But yeah, yeah, but it's not as good as the book. No. Well, I mean, yeah. It's There's only standard, like very it? rare occurrences where that's the case. A Walk to Remember is one of them. Is it? <laughs> oh. think, uh, the book is is such mushy trash. But, yeah. And sometimes you want mushy trash. <laughs> to be but, fair, the film is oh. like only sort of mushy trash. And yeah. then also kind of fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> little Women? Really? Okay. Yeah. Which which little women? Because there's been several. 1994. So with yeah, um, Winona Ryder, yeah. That's a really good film. It's I genuinely film. think it's better than the book. <laughs> that really surprises me. <laughs> yeah, I really love the book too. Um, but I think the book didn't survive child like the transition from childhood into adulthood mm. as well as the film does i haven't read it in ages yeah i think I, when i read it again i was like gosh this is not as light and like fluid and it's like, like a bit more labored mm. than it was than it felt when i read it when i was 12 years old and the film i think is basically a perfect film it is a perfect film yeah i love yeah. it so much and i think the characters come across much better in the film than they do in the book. They're much more sympathetic. And I'm mm. on their side more than I am in the book. Except Amy, who's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> not the one sitting in front of me. Not the one sitting in front of me. <laughs> it was a real issue in my childhood that in this book I loved so much that the character named after me was an absolute dick. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Yeah, I was always like, she just drowned in that lake. I really, like... really think. I was reading mm. Lucy Mangan's... Um, the book of a bookworm. I'm desperate for that book. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful, yeah. and I'm going to lend it to you as soon as I'm done. Thank you. It. I will bring it next time I'm in London. Um, and it is so lovely, and she writes in it that she genuinely feels like that's not too small a punishment for, for burning Joe's manuscript. manuscript. Yeah, she to should drown. have let Amy drown. <laughs> 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 I always thought it was a cop out that she ended up with Laurie as well. I know the whole point is that in Good Wife she's like supposed to have matured so much. No, but it's like, rubbish. Laurie is a babe. Laurie was the <laughs> original, like he's the blueprint. More mm-hmm. than Miss Darcy, he is the blueprint for what I wanted oh men my in my God, life yes. to be. Yeah, yeah. And Amy just didn't deserve didn't him. No, she didn't deserve him. But oh. Lucy Mangan is also a bearite. What? The, she's pro the professor. I'm pro and the Joe professor. Being together. Yeah. 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was just like, yeah, I've read this book. Oh, I yeah, obviously. I've read this book. I haven't read this book in the way yeah. these people have. Yeah, didn't realize there was a whole like school based on it. Have you have you oh, experienced yeah. like fandom shipping before? Phantom shipping? No, fandom. Fandom. Not phantom. So, uh, people who want other people to be together in various. Oh yeah. 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 Not fan. <laughs> um. Oh, from different books. No, no, from like the same. Like, and basically, the context is, is I was a really big uh, Harry Ginny, Ron Hermione shipper, and I would get into like online wars <laughs> with Harry Hermione shippers when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere on the internet as well, this was, there's a 70,000 word novella I've written, um, which imagines that Draco and Ginny had a secret relationship uh, all the way through the fourth and fifth book. I think you and I would have got along so well as teenagers. Oh my God, I'm desperate to read that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Draco and Ginny. Draco and Ginny, and there's an amazing- They were a classic- like online pairing as well. Yeah. There's a lot of Draco Ginny. And like, Draco Hermione as well. Yeah, this massively. whole thing about. I remember reading one specifically. Like a common trope would be they both got made head boy and head girl. Oh, yeah. And head yeah, boy yeah. and head girl get their own quarters. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, oh, in a room. And they like just <laughs> have all this slightly kinky, like very like, kinky sex, like really BDSM y. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I have not been using the internet for its full potential. <laughs> Clearly. I what swear that's, that's how I learned about sex was from reading Harry Potter fan fiction when I was a teenager. Oh, this is why I think we would have got along really yeah. well as teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And even now, like I, I, I am slightly ashamed to admit, but I'll do it anyway. Um, like Sherlock and Molly fan fiction. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my absolute oh, favourite. Yeah, I haven't been on any new ones in okay. a long time, like since I was at school. Um, that one does kind of make my heart bleed. Oh Sherlock God, and Molly. Yeah. I just. She deserves so much better. I know. Yeah, and I it's wish she just, just really wasn't such a dick. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. No, totally. He's <laughs> massive. Like, can't dude. he be? You know, all the mad, amazing things he is, and also just be like a nice guy. Yeah. 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 And like treat women well. No, anyway. apparently not. No, apparently not. I was really annoyed actually that in the sequels that um, Rue and, jo- and Vian got yeah, together yeah. I was very pro Rue and Josephine mm. um, I thought they were great um, I'm really I guess it's not so much a shipping thing but I'm really pleased in Brooklyn Nine-Nine the relationship between Jake and Amy I think is beautifully done and is so respectful and just true and honest who do I get really um... <laughs> oh my god Chidi and Eleanor in The Good Place is yeah, massively. It's a relationship. I'm I'm more invested in that relationship than I am with one my husband at this point. <laughs> like, it's just true love in a way that I haven't experienced. Yeah, we can't talk about any spoilers mm. because 
obviously there obviously. are people in this room and people listening hopefully who haven't watched it. it but if you have not watched it it is a joyous nine hours yeah. that you should definitely be spending and as a philosophy grad i'm really into how they... i didn't realize you studied philosophy yeah um and they deal with it so well and every episode is actually some kind of, is relating to some kind of philosophical theory wow. they just do it so really clever. subtly it's so good it's such a light mm. touch but such a like brilliant yeah way of exploring it and and unpicking what it is to be human and what it is to be good yeah and why you might want to be a good human it's so complex and so wonderful and so rich and so much better than i think any other sitcom i've ever seen and it has the most to bring it to a very superficial level the most beautiful cast oh yeah oh my god they're the most attractive ridiculous cast you've ever seen (laughs) um yeah they're wonderful nice well get on it yeah definitely get on it definitely get on it that's my current like investment in in the world of fiction yeah i'm very much invested in them being together but my otp is always going to be harry and ginny yeah they were meant for each other (laughs) but they did get together so it's fine it's fine yeah Yeah. and Mm. i it was obvious from a very early point that they were going to get together and one of hermione were going to get together so we just used to have really smug flame wars with harry and hermione shippers (laughs) and it was a bit i think there's an interview after the fifth book where jk called them delusional and we were like ha you're all delusional like absolute assholes oh, like God. you're such losers because you thought they were going to get together it's like I'm 15 years old I'm writing fan fiction in my bedroom arguing with strangers on the internet like I should I have no place to make fun but of but she anyone. also then threw them a bone a couple of years later and was like well yeah Hermione probably would have been with Harry and that probably would have been better but by that point I committed well, to the Ron see, story I, I don't what? think she's had what are you going to say, Anna? See, what I was annoyed about is that they all ended up with each other. Oh, yes. yeah, completely. I was like, surely there's a better man out there for Hermione. Yeah. Like, why does she have to date within her own house and her own year group? Yeah. Come on. The eight boys she was in like, the same she year would group definitely with. have fallen in love with some sexy professor. Absolutely. Like, 20 years older than her at university or a school or whatever. Like, I just think she... Definitely Hermione would have had a much more interesting... Well, now that we have Cursed Child... Yeah, definitely. But now that we have Cursed Child as well, Mm. and like we see that 20 years later, I'm very interested in those like five years after school Mm. and and after the final battle and Mm. what they all went and did. Because I totally agree that like Hermione would have had an absolutely brilliant affair with a professor. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. Like once she went out into the wider world beyond... Yeah. these two teenage boys she'd spend her entire childhood with yeah, yeah. um yeah i mean i like the fact that they're kind of such opposites yeah that's well that's nice, the thing but... i simultaneously agree that hermione would have not necessarily stuck with ron mm. but you said that she could have done someone better than ron and i get very defensive oh, no, 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 no. as people do like beseech ron because <laughs> a lot of the common argument is like but ron's just not good enough for hermione and i'm oh, like no. wait a second <laughs> ron is loyal and kind and stalwart <laughs> and just because someone isn't as intelligent or powerful doesn't make them any less worthy you're that's just my thing yeah but, you're so right I mean, yeah I, I, I know you didn't not mean, like mean that. to yeah. say well no i no, if I heard it back, I would have smacked myself. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. just better, better suited to her. To her, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that is something that annoys me a lot. It's, you know, yeah, oh, you could do so much better. It's like, no, you could just do, you know, different, different. I really and like them together in the cursed child. I really yeah. like yeah. their relationship when they're forty yeah. with teenage kids. Yeah, and seeing the way that her like absolute drive and ambition has not been affected like has not been tampered by like Mm. her relationship with ron and where he is 
still warm and hilarious and a great dad and a good brother and all of those things and that he's got all of that and she's like i'm minister for magic which is like i've absolutely (laughs) nailed this i'm like really young and a minister for magic i always wonder about um people who don't like running together what they would feel if their personalities were switched and if it was like Mm. a clever bookish ambitious guy who just fell in love with this kind of just perfectly lovely woman who wasn't like particularly exceptional Mm -hmm. but he should know her from childhood and if they'd be like well no he should have been off having adventures she kind of reminds me, and this is going into another book now, uh, Jilly Cooper. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the relationship between Rupert and Taggy in terms of he's kind of this... Don't know. Don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> no, like, no, but come on. Yeah, he's, so he's um, like rich and powerful and shags around and everything. And then he meets this girl and she's she's very homely but he and she's not very ambitious. Um, and she's, she's younger than him, obviously, because sexism, patriarchy. But like <laughs> it's... They have just this beautiful complementary relationship. And like you said, like his ambition, he stops shagging around, but his ambition and his success is kind of complemented by hers. Mm. And I feel like if Ron and Hermione's genders were switched, that's the relationship you'd have. And everyone would be like, mm. I just love that this yeah. like, homely girl got to be with this really impressive boy because it's female and male. Everyone's like, nope. She, yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. Sorry to pull the patriarchy card. No, no, do work definitely. Pull, so, you know, it has to, you know. You do, you yeah. do. Yeah. It is part of your job to pull Feminism the patriarchy card. always on the mind. Literally daily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a... Re- How did we get onto this? Oh, no, this is great. This oh, I love it. exactly yeah. what I want to be talking about. <laughs> I just... I, I want to look at other relationships now as well. Who's your favourite fictional relationship? Oh, God, I don't know. See, I have this terrible curse that I... I forget everything immediately after reading or watching it. Oh, that's great because you can read it again and be surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, right now I don't know. But well, I can definitely get deep into the Harry Potter world. Because I was always like, I want to know more about Luna and yes. Newt Scamander or whatever. Oh no, what's... No, Newt Scamander's um, the, uh, great-grandson. What's great-grandson, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rolf. Rolf yes. Scamander. Yeah, Rolf, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I want to know what he's like. And just, just the ones who... Because so, I'm always sort of trying to get my head around the actual size of the wizarding world yes like if it is if everybody just goes through this one school that's a tiny gene pool and obviously like people married muggles and whatever (laughs) but um but only occasionally and none of the like central people end up marrying muggles exactly that's a really good point all of these people who are like very pro um like non-pure bloodlines and very pro opening up wizarding world and to people who didn't grow up in it Mm. who all then marry pure bloods (laughs) yeah 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 it's 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 interesting yeah i just would i think i would have i think there were too many people that we knew too well all sticking but, together and, oh, and yeah, also completely. by the time book that seven came out too many so people annoying. were too invested in that yeah. in these yeah. relationships but you're right that clique if you're outside of it at yeah. that school Must you'd be, be like painful. those four twats yeah i cannot believe they all got married yeah. i cannot believe they're all still running the fucking ministry for magic yeah. this yeah. is the most nonsense <laughs> collection of humans Very ever frustrating. have you ever seen the comic my life as a background slytherin no oh, <laughs> oh my god, my god. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. there are hundreds of them um and it's just That's fantastic so gorgeous. and she's constantly trying to like help help out draco malfoy and like <laughs> the action is happening next to her and she's just like <laughs> it's so good I also kind of have to separate the books from the films yes, in my definitely. mind every time we have these conversations because I think I remember J.K. Rowling going like oh it really frustrates me that so many girls fancy Draco and you know not Harry and Ron and I'm just like that 
that is purely from the film. That's like, literally he, he, in the book. That is that is the handsome. casting. You shouldn't have cast someone handsome to play him. But also they cast two. They, they cast nine year olds. So. <laughs> They knew, they knew deep down what they were getting themselves into. But also, like, um, uh, I guess nobody could predict it. I'm... But, you know, they did cast Jason Isaacs as Lucius Malfoy, and he is the sexiest man in the planet. I'm just talking yeah. about who I find really sexy in these podcasts. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's sorry. good. No, 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 I'm it's very much enjoying it. first podcast I've ever um, I'll say, you know, I, I'm sure Daniel Radcliffe's just a lovely, lovely lad. I don't know what happened to my Lost it. Uh, yeah, he's not sexy. I'm sorry. He's really not, and yeah, and I he was just not the Harry that I wanted no. to see, and I'm so, I thought, uh, uh, what's his name? Rupert Grant. Rupert Grant was fantastic. Yes, he yeah. was so good. He was I love him, perfect. and I really fancy him. Yeah, <laughs> I fancy them both. My friend Lauren insists that I'm doing the world a service because I'm the only person in the world that fancies Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> doing the world a service, amazing. Yeah, but I do feel like that you really. You know who yeah, I do properly to... fancy though who? is Jamie Parker, who's Jamie who Parker? played mm. Harry yeah. in the first round of the Curse. Oh my god, he was so attractive. Who I fancy more than most other humans I've ever fancied in my entire yeah. life. Can because you get a main... picture? Can you get a picture? Yeah, hold on. Um, <laughs> it, I don't even know that a picture is going to do it because no, it's essentially okay. this all started when I saw him tap dancing in <laughs> the um, not uh, tap dancing and playing the piano in the Old Vic's high society mm. Kate has a certain type <laughs> <laughs> but the, Jamie Parker is so attractive I went to see The Cursed Child with eight other people including my husband and after we did the, the both on the same day went for lunch in the middle <sighs> and we all sat down and ordered and then we just looked at each other and went so Harry's pretty hot isn't he and even my husband was like yeah he really wears that suit like my husband's a straight man <laughs> and was like, wears he wears that suit he wears that suit like he wears um <laughs> It's kind of like like denim, light denim coloured suit trousers and a waistcoat and a shirt. And the top few buttons are undone on the shirt. Oh and my it's God. very tight trousers. Well, tight where it matters, trousers. Mm. And the waistcoat. And there's just like a little bit of strain on the buttons. And he's oh just like... I'm going to show you a photo and you're not going to fancy you're not him at fa- all. It's no. like... Oh, it's, I don't, no, I, I can't even find a picture that's like, that's not going to make you laugh. All right. <laughs> And that's not disparaging to him. That is literally just because Anna and I have entirely different taste in men. And this is true. Tap I... dancing does nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's wow, just... that guy's, you know. I'm very, there was this weird dance. Facebook group. Like, you know, when Facebook was full of like little groups you could join. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I really like stepping on crunchy leaves. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> ridiculous groups. And one of them was, I'm sexually attracted to talent. And yes. that is absolutely how I have always existed. Are you still yeah. in that group? I might be. <laughs> I don't a know. New one. But yeah, like I, <laughs> if somebody is incredibly talented on stage, and this is the thing where I, I, I used to get, you can just scroll through. It's all, it's okay. all. Um, uh, he was one of the oh. history boys as well. Oh. He was the history boy that played all the music. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the photos now. Actually. Um, Oh yeah, he's cute. Like going back to me reading Sherlock and Molly fan fiction. Oh yeah, like, I don't find Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> to look at him attractive, but mm. get him in an acting role, and straight away I'm like, oh no. And there's a whole host of them. like David Tennant. I was obsessed with as a teenager, oh, yeah. yeah. And he's 
he looks like a foot, but then you get him on stage <laughs> and like, no, nope, you are a foot. I want to bang. Like, <laughs> I might have a foot fetish. What's going on? <laughs> it, and there's a lot. Of, I think Tom Hiddleston has that a little bit. Definitely. Well. Where no, I d- no, no. You're not into him. Ugh. I don't fancy I him at he, all as a picture, but looks, I've seen him on stage and I'm like, you are so incredibly yeah. talented. And that's that's hot. Oh, or maybe I haven't seen him in that much, but that uh, Crimson Peak. Oh, irritated no, because living shit out of me. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't find him less attractive. But speaking of Tom Hilston, I spread a rumour at the gig we were at last night that Tom Hilston was there. <laughs> and it, just hoping that it would get off. back to me. I was like, I'm going to see if I start telling people if someone will come to me and be like, apparently Tom Hilston's here. <laughs> uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um, I'm going to do that more often. I, th- I think that's like a fun see. thing yeah. to do. I like that. Um, I felt the same back on Batch because I'm. It's he's not at all fanciable in that like no. I, do you know what you uh him in atonement which is probably one of his first movie roles oh God, he's a... i thought that was the most perfect casting ever because i remember mm-hmm. i read it quite mm-hmm. yeah yeah not long before i i saw it and i remember the description being like he's just like a, a millimeter away from being handsome which yeah. is so spot That's on so, yeah yeah it's like there's nothing wrong with cumberbatch he's just like a slightly <laughs> slight bit off yeah like ee. But then, yeah, so when he's playing a horrible character, you're like, oh, God, yeah, no, yeah. get away from me. But, yeah, when, yeah, Sherlock, or, I went uh, like, anyone. <laughs> I went to see him on like stage, that. and I saw him and Nancy Carroll in After the Dance at the National Theatre in 2011. Mm. It must have been before the Olympics, because it was before I was working there. And I went with my dad, and it, I wept for, like, hours afterwards. It was an incredibly emotionally draining two and a half hours but i i don't think i have ever seen two better performances on stage and i walked out so attracted to both of them (laughs) and just like so in love with the whole idea of that play and them and every minute of being in that theater Mm. and i kind of latch onto those moments and find it quite hard to let go of them so even if i see them in stuff that i find them mediocre in afterwards i'm always like yeah but remember that yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I've watched Doctor Strange and I still find Benedict Cumberbatch attractive. <laughs> you know. If it can survive that, then it can survive mm, literally yeah. anything. Oh, I saw him in um, Frankenstein as the monster. Oh yeah. Oh. I think no. I saw him as. Yes, I did too. Yeah, I did too. And I couldn't get, remember for a minute. So just so fantastic. Yeah, and I mean, entirely incredible in a play that was so poorly written. His performance was amazing. <laughs> it, yeah. I'm not going to argue. Uh, I think there's something about all those people who they just let go of any inhibition oh, as well totally. and there's something attractive about that mm, absolutely you can definitely not be self-conscious i think this is, i'm gonna get really crude now i'm so sorry no, no, but i feel on. like if you can let go of all your inhibition and not be self-conscious and be that confident on stage then imagine what you're like in bed yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if you can just totally let go yeah. and have a great time and not be worried about like what you look like in that minutia moment yeah. and and posing on stage and mm. losing yourself in a role and not being scared of like ugly moments yeah. mm. for a character or for a in your person then. I think that's really attractive really attractive yeah same with food as well to bring it back to the point yes of so to talk to bring it back after half an hour of talking about Harry and Ron and Hermione <laughs> it's what the people want <laughs> oh just with that um, that original fan fiction yeah. is why I started talking mm, about this please um, there was a sex scene and I was like 14 and 15 and more prude, pretending to be prude, more prudish than I was. So I lifted the sex scene from Noughts and Crosses. I was oh like... my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
you copy and pasted the, the I, sex scene. I didn't copy and paste it. I, I wrote you it held out. it open and wrote it out. <laughs> and, then, and just changed it from um, Sepia and Callan to Drake and Ginny. That's amazing. Because oh she's been held captive. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, yeah, no, Ginny. Oh, in your story. By Lucius. Amazing. Well, so it even made sense. Oh my God. And they get in, go into it in the dungeon. They get into it. Uh, she's locked in a tower in the, <gasps> in the Malfoy mansion. <laughs> and then they have sex. And then Lucius uh, discovers them. And they have to like fight their way out of the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> is Ginny into it or is this a into the sex she's into the sex yeah. uh, but she's not into the she's, cap- she's captured and tortured by Lucius because oh, he was no. so angry that she was like in love with his son <gasps> oh so they're in love oh they're yeah. in love oh, this was like chapter God. 6 of, of a long <laughs> Oh, I didn't so have does any it end happily? Or? Uh, it does. Harry kind of accepts that although he was having this relationship with Ginny, like actually she loves Draco, <gasps> and Draco joins their side in the war, and they live happily ever oh after. Oh my god! Amazing. The title of it was funny how things work out. <laughs> I need to oh, read this. God, I know you don't. that no, I really, really think that I do. Anyway, <laughs> that's seventy thousand words. I feel I mean it's going to be time well spent. Yeah, it was certainly time well spent writing it. Um, um, so that's you have one thing left to choose. Let's bring it back to the, the actual point of the podcast. Ask yes. So you're yeah. not bringing any booze. I don't drink alcohol very much. Not that you do a little bit, but I do a little. Like, honestly, yeah, I yeah. will um, have. I'm not against alcohol. It's not yeah. like any. I'm not teetotal. I just mm. when I'm going out yeah. with friends, I would have a diet coke or a lemonade rather than um, an alcoholic drink. Cool. Nice. Like that. Um, Which is why I get drunk very quickly, yeah. <laughs> get very giggly, and very sleepy, or very weepy if it's red wine. <laughs> That's cool. See, I yeah. do. I ha- I have. Uh, that is something that I've pondered over: is whether it's a good idea to be drinking alone on an island. <laughs> and actually, because I'm regretting not having Coke on tap. Interesting. Um, we know. talk about this every episode. As I've got two because you've listened, drinks. you know, you've got two boozy Which drinks. Which yours again? I've got pisco sour. <laughs> Which it's now feels like quite a, a specific ridiculous. You had taken like fifteen minutes to choose which cocktail, and I was like, pick a fucking cocktail. Thing. <laughs> uh, and beer, like okay, a, a lager, and what was my th- oh, and tea and tea. Yeah, yeah, which just feels very. I feel like I need some relief yeah. in that lineup. But anyway, I'm. I haven't. We talk this all the time. I think we're going to do choices. an episode very soon where yeah. we edit all of our choices. Because <laughs> imagine here, like talking to all these people and hearing all these people with mm. their ideas will make you rethink yours. Oh, 100%. Because mine has changed so much from listening to the previous episodes yeah. of your podcast. So. <laughs> um, Glad to hear it. Your last thing you get to choose is your little store cupboard luxury. So, you know, I was talking about having a very like basic, um, <laughs> what a better word, plebby food <laughs> <laughs> choice. My store cupboard luxury would be crispy M&M's. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. I love crispy M&M's. They're the best. Yeah. And I could eat them. So underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind Perfect. of thinking not about just what mm. I need to keep me sane. So yeah. another reason, I don't drink alcohol. I guess my only vice really is food. Mm. I eat a lot. And um, to keep me sane, you, you might be happily drinking your cocktail and your beer. <laughs> and that's how you cope being alone on a desert yeah. island. I'm just going to need to eat a lot of mashed potato, a lot of bread and butter, and a lot of crispy M&M's. See, I just think that maybe that's the best tactic. Yeah. I'm just worried about the hangovers and the, <laughs> yeah. the maudlin. Well, also, tendencies. hangovers in the sun. Yeah. Hangovers on hot days are the absolute yeah. worst. And if I've got to collect rainwater. Yeah. To like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to have to... Okay, we'll have an edit episode soon. We keep talking about it, but we are going to have one. Uh, yeah. How many episodes have you done now? 
That's might be number six. six. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like every tenth episode. You yeah. Know, revisit your own choices. And if pe- if previous guests want to edit theirs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll do a little ring like round a of all of our <laughs> yeah all of our previous guests and be like, well, Amy's decided that she's actually going to bring whatever. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it's going to change. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's. It's. Uh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. We did make you like panic pick a third spice. So if you yeah. want to change paprika at any mm. point, let us know. I can't think of a spice I would use. It's very good. Paprika is yeah. a good choice. Yeah, I would go to the rice. Oregano is a spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I can't think of anything else. I think a great thing about Christy M&M's as well, this is what I would immediately think of getting up to, is like I, they're one of the best sweets to throw up and catch in yes. the mouth. And I'd probably set myself targets every day of how many I could do in a row. And that would be my like, do job some yoga. To focus on. How many M&Ms can I get in my yeah. mouth? Collect yeah. my rainwater, kill my fish. Yeah. We we get picked up off this island and like after like five years, Kate's written like sixteen novels. <laughs> and I'm like, I caught two thousand M and M's in my I mouth. Can catch, I, can throw a, I can throw an M M&M and M twenty meters in the air and catch it in my mouth, guys. <laughs> With my eyes closed. So who's the real winner here? <laughs> exactly. I think as well I could mix my I could I'm all about the mixing things together, so I could mm. I think a really nice dessert, especially on a hot day, would be cold cream. I know that there's nowhere to freeze it, but in my head there is. Cold cream <laughs> with my strawberries and my M&M's. Oh or I could God, like yeah. have M&M's and... I like chocolate porridge, so I could have M&M's oh. and Weetabix and milk and mix that together. And like just an M&M cake, I think. I could make my M&M cake. Mm. M&M pancakes. M&M's are really good choice. I do love M&M's. I'd go with peanut rather than crispy, but I, I very like much that. admire your so, choice. Yeah. Um. Just as a general rule. Yeah, I'm trying. I can I can have peanut as an ingredient. Mm. So we're talking about your lovely peanut sauce. Mm. Um, but I would never ever ever eat nuts on their own. And if anything has nuts in it, I tend to avoid it. Mm. For allergy reasons, or just don't like it. Just don't like it. Oh, interesting. For it's like your brother does not like a hidden, hidden raisin. No, my brother cannot abide a hidden raisin. A hidden raisin. No. Yeah, one that is not revealing itself. Say, so if they're, if, they're, <laughs> if they're right there in front of you, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, but if it's like. Pretending not to be there, and then is suddenly mm. there. Do you know what the worst thing in the world is when you take a bite of a cookie that you think is chocolate. That is yeah, literally what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it came from. Like, I, I remember as a child having a couple of experiences with yeah chocolate chip cookies that turned out to be raisin cookies, yeah. and being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's life. ever been more disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm sure my brother was there for that, and just never got over it. <laughs> Because I actually, I quite like a raisin in a biscuit. Nice, nice little treat. I like raisins in curries as well. Raisins oh, I and curries curry. I love raisins in tajine. rice dishes, tajini, yeah. 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 Especially like when you brilliant. soak them and they kind of yes, fat and they kind of explode in your mouth. Yes. Plus I love a Welsh cake. Well, why wouldn't you? They're the best. Welsh, Welsh cake, yes. On that note, I think we should probably wrap well. on... There's an hour of recording and I do think about half an hour of that is just me talking about men I want to have sex with. That's fine. No, let's readdress that and say fictional men we all want to have sex with. Oh no, and then we talked about, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Halston. Yeah. But yes. Okay, so just to to leave on a a high note. Um, So out of all the Harry Potter characters, you could have a, you know, a long running, you know, Wonderful, empowering sexual relationship. Never long bottom. <laughs> Never long bottom. <laughs> Never long bottom. Hundred percent. Tell me about that. I I I love Neville. He is my favourite character. I think he grows so much over. I think his arc is one of the most interesting. Yeah. From mm. like 
completely awkward, really nervous, anxious 10 year old boy mm. to like proper hero of the war. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's extraordinary. I think he is so warm and lovely. He also goes back and is a teacher. He's totally I the know. one out of all of them I date. Like, he's oh yeah, he's the one I'd marry. I would marry him. But like dirty sex. Oh, that's maybe that's what you were asking. I just went straight. Well, to let's do both. Let's do both. Okay, so I I would one hundred percent marry Neville Longbottom. That okay. is absolutely what I would want to do. Should we yeah. do a should we do a shag marry kill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I kill any of them in the whole series? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be really dull, but I am going to kill Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's another choice here. Um, I would also happily. I think Molly Weasley gets the most, um, like brilliantly He's glorious Molly <laughs> <laughs> yes no she gets the most glorious like kill scene oh, because yeah, she yeah. gets to kill Bellatrix I'm so annoyed that they yeah. fucked that up so badly in the film it's so shit in the film mm. that mm. moment and it's so glorious in the book yeah it like that proper just wonder moment like, not my daughter you bitch yeah. they even did it like it was so slow in the film yeah. where she, she leaps in front leaps, of Ginny yeah. and just fucking kills her yeah no, I so I I would kill Voldemort even though mm. part of my heart really wants to be the one who kills Bellatrix the Strange. Mm. Um, in terms of like dirty affair, I'm very like conflicted by my like twelve year old feelings about Oliver Wood. Oh, oh he was God. so. <laughs> but attractive. that's definitely film Oliver Wood. I don't think book Oliver oh, yeah. Wood. There's enough information about him to he's be that thoroughly unpleasant. In him in um yeah the book. He's... he's really competitive and in a w- way that's not attractive yeah. and really weird and unsympathetic when people get injured or yeah. are ill or have anything i like that um but having like fred and george yes that's good okay. so that's gonna be my daddy that. sex yeah. yeah in the books yeah 100 percent in the books 100 percent in the books and not the films you've got a bit red kate <laughs> Yeah. I quite like them in the films as well. I, the, the, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't love them in the films, but that is <laughs> okay. that is my book answer. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they're fantastic in the books. Amy, great. Okay, this is a tough one. <laughs> I think I would marry Remus Lupin. <gasps> yes, I adore Remus, and I think I cried. The only person I cried harder over Remus and Tonks dying was uh, Dobby. Oh, and weirdly, Hedwig as well. Sorry, that was a, no. That was a massive. Hedwig was painful. Massive yeah. loss. Yeah, and so unexpected. Yeah, you could kind of see building up to something with Dobby, but Hedwig I, just I nowhere. really thought Hagrid was going to die in that moment, and yeah. I think that would have affected me less than yeah. Hedwig, mm. which is awful because I love Hagrid, but like that moment was so unexpected and so, so awful, shocking. and and the fact that she was in a cage yeah. and couldn't like oh yeah, it's. Something about she's been quite cold and unfeeling yeah. all the way through. Like she's affectionate via biting him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then suddenly she sacrificed herself to save him at the end. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. painful. Anyway, Remus. Uh, I think <laughs> he's, Remus. he's a yeah, lovely man. Um, he's yeah. good and he's strong and he's brave. He's yeah. got everything I find um, appealing in a potential partner. Mm-hmm. My husband is the grumpiest, um, least social thoroughly flawed man but he's mm. like solid you cut him in half and good is written through him like yeah. a stick of rock and Aww. I find that really attractive in like a life mm. partner and I think it's why we work very well together um sorry that's quite soppy considering I've been like sex 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 filthy sex filthy sex filthy sex Ginny Weasley yeah great um good yeah. she'd be absolutely brilliant she'd be wild <laughs> <laughs> uh I base 
quite a lot of my life on Ginny Weasley, to be honest. It's one of the reasons I got my hair red. Yeah, it's I was going to ask. Book Ginny, film Ginny was terrible, yeah. but book Ginny is everything I want to be and yeah. it's everything I want to She's have. She's definitely everything I want to be. Her yeah. confidence and her mm. like dismissiveness of anyone who is less than understanding and less than yeah. good. Yeah. Standing up for Luna. Oh um, God, yeah. The oh. scene where she, she, the scene after the several sunlit days kiss. Yeah. When she is just hanging out with Harry and Ron and Hermione. That's my favorite Ginny. That's literally what I was thinking of. Yeah. I was just like, Hungry. she is so cool, yeah. and yeah. she is exactly what those three need because none of them are cool. No. Like they are all so dark and have this horrible thing overhanging them, yeah. and she is just an absolute ray of sunshine. And the bit mm. where um in the seventh book where Harry's like before the wedding where Harry's oh, yeah. and she's like okay well that's what I'm going to hang on to and just snogs yeah. the life out of yeah. me <laughs> she's yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like she's well great. you're not going to meet many people the next year so I'll see you then yeah yeah. <laughs> so her she's great and I would kill um, Fenrir Greyback oh yeah oh, good one because the fact that he wants to attack children I think Ooh. the contrast between him and Remus both of them mm. had horrible things happen to them and it's the way they dealt with it. Definitely. The bit where he's eating Hannah Abbott. Oh my Isn't God. Hannah Abbott? He's eating, eating somewhat lavender when he is not even transformed. Mm-hmm. It's appalling. Um, and I think it's pure evil. Is oh. it lavender? Maybe it is Hannah. I think you're right. Well, I think Neville attacks... marries Hannah. Yes. And they live in the... Uh, and I think he kills the person he's eating. I think it is lavender. So I think it's lavender. I think it's lavender. Because oh. that kind of broke my heart for like this girl who'd been like quite like because we were all pro Hermione yeah had had quite a rough time mm. in the sixth book because everyone wants her to just her and Ron to break up and she is awful like their relationship is the worst of high school relationships yeah. but but again with my oh. with my patriarchy hat on I think it's a really interesting thing that JK gets a lot of flack and sometimes quite rightly but I think she did a really interesting <clears> thing particularly in that seventh book in showing the difference between characters you don't like or people you don't like and people who are bad and oh, evil. Oh, definitely. The killing yeah. of Lavender is heartbreaking because even though in the previous book we didn't like yes, her because she, yeah. this petty childish yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. but then you realise, I, fuck, I didn't want her to die. She's a human girl she's who, a, she's a normal who human. would have grown up and yeah. been like, a, a lovely person. Or even, and maybe even, not if she, even if she wouldn't, she, she's didn't, a, she didn't deserve that. that. She didn't deserve to be uh, eaten alive by a man who wasn't even transformed, yeah. who yeah. had total control over his faculties but decided to do that anyway. So... Yeah, I think that's three very good choices. Anna, Draco. Oh, God, I just regret asking this now. (laughs) (laughs) I I definitely know who I would kill. Okay. Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, good. And I would drag it out. (laughs) I'd make it, I'd give her a terrible time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. And I'd give her a good talking to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like tie her up and really, like, uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> again it's a very different kind of evil to um i think it's she so perfectly reminds me of the worst teachers yeah. i came across in school she's also the worst tories yeah yes. like she's yeah. she's the perfect encapsulation of like the the problems of government yeah 100 percent. yeah okay so kill her yeah God, who would you marry can i really bend the rules and marry a young james potter yes, yes. definitely okay good <laughs> <laughs> but young James Potter was not a nice man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've only met you today, but I think I love you. <laughs> I feel the same. Oh, God. Um, 
god, I really want to read your novella. <laughs> I love that it's now the novella and not your dirty fanfiction. It wasn't all, there's only one sex scene. Oh, sorry. God. Sorry, okay, okay. okay. Most oh, great. of it is no, like I... clandestine meetings. Oh, yeah. good, okay, grand. Yeah. Oh, god. I mean, I, I love your idea of having, I, yeah, Ginny. If, if it's just like no strings attached, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. passion. I think she's the one you can have the most fun with. Can I address the fact that we've all gone we for a Weasley? I think well, the Weasleys are the sexiest yeah. family. Definitely. I'd quite like a go on Molly and Arthur, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with you. He calls her Molly yeah. Waddles. I know. Like, I know. There's, there's, they have kinky sex. Yeah. I know they do. They definitely do. 100%. Also, by like book two, all their children are away for most of the year. Oh, yeah. They just walk around naked the entire time. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Arthur is very into inventing things. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. He's probably got <laughs> yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I've read enough uh, fan fiction that included really good representations of Bill and Charlie as uh, really interesting, yeah. char- yeah. fleshed out characters I yeah. say, who I definitely to... fancy. Yeah. yeah. Got, like, Charlie working with dragons. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Big that's really hot. That. That's hot. Yeah. And Bill. Bill's Bill. Bill Cursebreaker. Cursebreaker. Yes. Bill. And just casually turning All up. But Percy, honestly. Yeah, but I like Percy's arc as well. I like the yeah, fact definitely, that he, definitely. We discovered his Weasley roots. I don't think he'd be great in bed. No, no. He's too subconscious. He cares about what he, what people think of him too much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. But still, the line, what is it? Um, consider this my resignation. Consider this my resignation, Minister. Yeah, and that's that what made fantastic. Fred's death so sad because oh, it's like yes, the Weasleys were finally together were again. Finally together, and then like five minutes later. Not even that. Like I it's think thirty seconds later. Fred is like reacting later. to that. Yeah, making the mic Sorry, <laughs> clutching my face in despair. <laughs> she's fucking evil, isn't she? Oh, she's yeah. just the worst. Can we talk about Luke Scamander as well? Yeah. <laughs> I, I quite like. Have not seen Fantastic Beasts. Uh, the film is not good, but no. he. Sadly not. Eddie Redmayne as Newt Scamander is giving me a whole different perspective on that character. <laughs> yeah, he's another one I struggle with, like Hiddle, Hiddleston. I think I have just a you real just block like against posh, posh English men. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, go back to eating dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. On that note, it's lovely guy. Can I just, before we finish, just because yes. I want to um, have this down mm. on record, my theory, mm. my film theory, Okay. just in case this ever happens. Right, so my theory is the the quintessential Harry Potter movies have yet to be made and they're going to be made by someone of our generation yes. who grew up with the books Yes. in like, you know... 30 years time. 30 or, years time. Yeah. And I can't wait. I don't even necessarily think they're going to be films. I think it might be... Oh my An God. amazing Netflix... Yeah, TV series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like long-form Netflix yeah. series mm-hmm. would be amazing. Like what they're doing with the Philip Pullman books. But, totally. Uh, with Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think the... The, ones the that current have been made ones around. are going to really stand the test of time. <sighs> dun, I love dun, that that's dun. your theory because I like the idea that we get more. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I'm just i really hoping for that. I just, I, I feel like they can only really be done well by someone of our generation. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think you needed to have had that like waiting for the next one to come out kind of yeah. thing. And, the, and just writing fan fiction to keep the, you going. Exactly. Yeah. Just the sheer joy. Maybe you are going to Oh my god, that would be my absolute... My dream in life is to write, direct, and film my own stuff. So, yeah, I think, yeah. And you'd get to work with J.K. Rowling. (laughs) (laughs) 
sending her a copy of my book might have been the most excited I was the entire time the book was happening. Reply to it? No, she did not. Oh. No, but um, she didn't reply to my fan letter when I was eleven either. So. What a bitch! Yep. <laughs> she uh, she re- quote replied to one of my tweets once. And my <gasps> inbox exploded for several days. I'm a huge fan of her of her crime novels, her Cormoran Strike. Books. Yes. And I said something like, "These did so really like the, them. These are the books that, that this is the book that the adult." of the child who read Harry Potter. These are the books that the child who read Harry Potter wanted as an adult. Wanted as an adult, It yeah. feels like they have the same dark undertone yeah. and character and plot. But also the same love of London, the which I love. adore in them. Yeah. yeah. I like walking good. around and like... Me too, definitely. It's, it's for Cormoran style. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's loads, a long... loads to work with. <laughs> <laughs> cool, thanks so much. Thank you for, for having me on. on. And Do you know what? I was really worried that we were going through my food too quickly, but I'm glad we could talk no, about fan fiction to exactly. have that out. Too. Exactly. I mean, everybody's getting bored of the food angle, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Need to spice it up with a bit of Harry Potter sex chat. Um, great. Well, uh, yeah, that's the end. And I'm going to have the struggle to say the last word and just talk nonsense for another five minutes. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. Help me, Kate. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank Goodbye. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.